Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Modern Life Podcast. Um, before we get going today, I just want to let you know, if you didn't already, we have a beautiful new website up. It's modernlifepodcast.com. Everything is categorized by topic. Instagram, you can find us at Modern Life Pod. Also on Twitter at Modern Life Pod. And if you ever want to email us suggestions for stuff you want to hear us talk about, our email address is modernlifepod at gmail.com. Today we're talking about a video game that came out in 2013 that's called Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. And let's get into it. As always, before we start, we're going to do our little modern modern thoughts segment. Um, I'm here today with Tabby. You want to start? Naya! <laughs> Naya! You'll get that later. <laughs> um, so you remember Lou Pearlman, who ran all the boy bands and who had a big pyramid scheme and he was... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he yeah, was... Yeah. Uh, Gammon and Sync, and I think the Backstreet Boys. And I think I remember the Backstreet Boys thing. Yeah. yeah. What about him? He's so, out of jail. He's dead. But oh, just kidding. <laughs> I just recently found out that basically all K-pop groups are run like Lou Perman ran all his groups. Oh. K-pop being Korean pop and Korean idols. And they enter into something that is actually called a slave contract. Wow. And it has recently been lowered from 13 years to 7 years. And this is due to a uh, lawsuit that one of the K-pop groups actually won. So you're a teenager, and I'm, I'm guessing your parents on your behalf signed these contracts. Right. For you to be owned by this record label. Yeah. And you start going to this training that you have to eventually pay back. So you're... It's K-pop training? Yeah, it's almost like... School of pop? It's almost like you're an indentured With, servant Is there a shitty something. Jack Black? Like a chubby, <laughs> chubby Korean guy teaches you how to be a pop star? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so you're, you're a teenager. You're training all day. You're on this rigorous diet. Dance routines, day and night. You're exhausted. You're not allowed to sleep. You don't... I don't know what you get out of this because you have no creative control over any of your work. It's like... A Asian way to do like yeah. music, no? Yeah. This weird, rigorous. It's not about like the free flowing creativity, man. No, it's like, you, you, like, you can't so decide your choreography or your songs or, or anything like that. And then you have to pay back all this training. So, so is it just like, hey, you do this and you're going to make a bunch of money so you can like take care of your family well type that's thing? the thing that's what i'm trying to figure out i was looking at a bunch of articles and i also don't speak korean so maybe there's more info mm. available in korean um but you don't actually make any money because the record label is super shady and right. will be like oh you just did this really big concert with a popular western star while well, you owe us money because we flew you out there what? and we you know they try to get you oh, so you're basically like don't have any money you're in, in a right. lot of debt I, and that's what I'm trying to get. Why would a parent sign a child into this for, to be in this rigorous, like, 10-year training schedule and you might debut and if you do, you still owe a bunch of money? Well, what's weird is it sounds like what that's what the record, the music industry used to be like here. Like, you know, you go back to the 70s, 80s, even 60s, like, 
they owned you, you know what I mean? But like, it seems like American artists kind of, because American artists didn't even used to get lawyers, you know, like to review their contracts. That that was that would that was like a weird thing. You just went to the record, you know, to your record company and you signed whatever they gave you. These days, like, you always have a lawyer look over. I feel like the musicians here got like they wisened up over time, and I wonder. If that's just like you're a growing even, pain they have to go through. You're over not in even Korea. a musician over there, though. You're just like a little right. puppet. It's so strange. And another thing is, you have to have secret cell phones because you're not allowed outside contact, even with your family. <laughs> you're not allowed to date, especially women. Even if you say like, "Oh, I think women should have the same rights as men," your record label might drop you, and mm. men's rights group will come after you for saying that women should have rights. And you also have to be really sexy. So it's like you have to have this mm-hmm. virginal persona, but also be really sexy and available yeah. and be like a product like for Jonas consumption. Like Jonas Brothers on crack. <laughs> I don't know if you remember when the Jonas Brothers first came out and they were under Disney and they were all wearing like their virginity rings and it was all this no, like... No, I don't remember. Oh, you didn't know this? Yeah. <laughs> but like they're all they're all very sexed up and they're like singing these sexy songs to little teenage girls but at the same time they're like no we're part of disney and we got our virginity rings but then (laughs) i think there was a whole south park on this where during the show like i think towards the end they had like these white foam cannons they would spray on the audience it was all like weirdly sexual but then not sexual anyway yeah that's what it is yeah it's very strange yeah you're not allowed any uh sleep you, uh, in 2010, a Korean newspaper reported that 60% of actresses actually have to pay sexually as well to get roles. Of course they do. Um, yeah, it's very insidious. You have to get plastic surgery, also really invasive plastic surgery, because that's also really big in Korea mm. just in general. But of course, when you're an idol, that's just kind of a given. Right. You have to reprogram your whole personality to be like this you know, idol character that everybody will love. And leaving the group puts you in huge financial strain because you're breaking your contract. And these contracts are now huh. seven years long. So you you can't get out of it. You can't get out of that life. And yeah, fun times. That's everything I found about K-pop. But I just feel like we're missing a part of like, there's got to be some weird motivation why these people even do this yeah i couldn't find anything yeah i don't know very weird yeah but then also you have a loss of privacy and also all these contracts are really private and secret and all this info that we have is from these groups coming forward huh so i don't you know we just don't really know that much about it to be a k-pop star and i'm coming forward that's That's all i got Um, what's yours i'm uh, oh man so post holiday season, we tried. My, my modern thought is about why Amazon is winning. Okay, why the evil corporation we all love to hate. I use Amazon like every day. Okay, Stacy and I bought Tabby these salad tongs as a stocking stuffer for Christmas at World Market, and we tried to return them the other day. And we ran into this thing where we didn't have the receipt anymore and the tags were off the tongs. But they Why were, didn't you have the receipt? Hold on, hold on. But they were obviously completely unused. They were obviously from World Market. It's like they have the, just that World Market look like you just can't get that anywhere else. So, But we have a rewards number with them. So they looked, so th- they looked up the receipt in their system and they found it. So we have these tongs and we have the receipt. We know how much it costs, but because there's no... 
like scan tag on the tongs, they couldn't return it because they needed it like for inventory purposes. So I'm at the register. That's nonsense. You can I'm at the register. No, I swear to God. I'm I at, used to work at World Market. I'm at the register for like 10 minutes trying to return these tongs and they have everything they need. I have the tongs. I have the receipt. We have the price. But they're like, like we got to find, I, I, I can't do the return unless we can like scan the item. And the item was discontinued after the holidays. And I think they, they were like $5 and it, it became, it got to a point where I'm just like, I don't even care anymore. Like, like I'm leaving. I told him like, can you just throw these tongs away? Like, I don't care about my, it's just $5. I'm like, what did they say? They were like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm like, it's really not a big deal. Like, uh, like it's, this is like way more trouble <laughs> and like it's worth. I worked there about 10 years ago and their, um, their system was like from the seventies, like when well, you look at just look at their register. Like they don't even have, they still have like that one line screen. It's not like when you go to the self checkout and there's like a tablet. You know what I mean? Yeah. It revolves. I'm just like, yeah, this is why all these retail stores are dying. This is miserable, and I and I knew it. <laughs> I was putting off returning this thing because I knew it was going to be miserable, and I'm like, I don't even know why. I should have just thrown them away. Like I don't know why I bother with this. It's just like, yeah, these. They were like, oh, retail's dying. Like, well, I was like, yeah, like maybe you should innovate and be a better company. <laughs> like, oh, it was so frustrating. That's my modern thought. Barnes and Noble is doing that now, I think. Because they're going under and they're in, they're getting like liquor licenses and installing like bars and stuff. Yeah, it's probably like too little too late. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's just like, I, I just find it fascinating. Like, how in, like there's this whole industry that's just dying in front of our eyes and it all of a sudden overnight became so obvious why it's dying like there's this whole better way to do things right that's kind of what amazon's taking advantage of i don't know i just i'm always reading articles about it i just find it fascinating no world market was very frustrating to work for and i only worked there for a few months because they also don't have any uh human beings doing orders it's all automated oh, so you will have 20 cases of like one candle that you already have 10 <laughs> cases of because like the system will just like send you random crap oh, God. and they're so proud of this like oh it's supposed to look like a marketplace and that's why you have all the boxes if you ever look up mm -hmm. all the shelves yeah. are like lined with yeah. boxes i'm like it's not a good look no. i don't know why you're proud of that no. i don't know why you're proud of getting i don't know what market what marketplace candle. have they been to where there's boxes all over the place yeah so let's get into brothers a tale of two sons yeah i think we both like this game right yes i liked it you I, liked I enjoyed it? it i had some issues for the most with well it. yeah i have issues but i i'm glad i played it Let's yeah. just say that. Yeah. So if you haven't played the game, the story is pretty simple. So it's it's a tale of two brothers and their mom died recently and then the dad just got sick as well. So they have to go on this journey to find the cure for their dad, which looks to me like it's the tree of life, mm -hmm. some, right? Something mm -hmm. going on with that. They, and then, yeah, you find the tree of life and you try to cure your dad. So that's... That's all there is to the story for the most part. And then the game is just like you going on that journey, uh, trying to find that cure. I guess we should talk about how you play the game, right? The controls, because I know you struggled with that. Not just me. I have evidence here <laughs> by other reviewers. <laughs> I don't know how you didn't struggle. So I remember, so you played it before me and I watched you a little bit and you Oof. were just having the, like, there's no instructions and it just throws you right in the game and I don't know how to do anything. And so when I started the game, instead of just going right for it, there's a little tab 
if you're in the main menu, it says play and then it like goes settings and then goes like how to play. And there's literally just two, con like you move and there's an action button. There's all there's to the controls. I just, I, I did not struggle with it like whatsoever. So I the very first moment you have this cart that you're trying to right um you're, roll you're, down the hill you're rolling the dad and the cart to the doctor and the controls are like uh helicopter controls are inverted but right. then the rest of the game doesn't do that we inverted yeah I so down that. means uh down means up and up means down and i cannot play like that and i kept trying to change the settings so now i'm online looking up how do you change the controls there's no way to change the controls. so now i'm already frustrated and then the rest of the game doesn't play like that until you again pick up like another card so my first introduction to this game isn't even act the actual controls that i'm going to huh. be using later on and i didn't think that was a very good in into this game and showing you what this game is going to be like because i'm like am i playing right. inverted this whole time because i can't well if i, if I didn't that. just go in the menu and see what the buttons are i probably would have struggled but because it is weird there's no there's no thing at the beginning of the game it just says hey here what the controls are well, like, and also that you can't menu. change the controls yeah, but what is there to change? Because it's not... I didn't get that it's inverted. It's just because you have one but it one was. brother on each end. So if you go up... If you go up with the brother that's... It's like carrying... It's like when you're moving, right? If I go up with the brother that's at the end of the cart, the bottom is going to go down. But if I go up with the brother at the front of the cart, it's actually going to go up. I think maybe that's why you thought it's inverted. Because it's actually like if I was moving... Like a couch into a house, like those dynamics. Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, it didn't. It didn't come natural to me. Mm. And I also found um, a review by Marty Sliver, and he said the controls were innovative but ultimately frustrating, especially mm. when the brothers cross paths because one joystick controls each brother. Now your right. brain's like mixed up, and you're like, wait a minute. And I have, I found it really like interesting, and wow, this is something really cool that you haven't seen before. Right. But the reason why we haven't seen it before is because our dumb human brains get very easily <laughs> confused, and it's like, wait a minute, which brother's which? Well, so every... I always tried to have the brother that was controlled with the left joystick on the left side of the screen and same thing with the right brother and whenever yeah whenever they crossed paths and they switched sides of the screen it would totally mess with me but then i would just before another thing happened i would then just realign them so i'm kind of i kind of know what's going on in my brain yeah yeah it was it was a thing and you know some the studio did it and i don't know how successful it was or hmm yeah i don't know i mean i i liked it I I don't have a huge problem with it. It just took a little getting used to. I just liked how I just liked how much stuff you could do with just there's just two controls. There's a joystick mm -hmm. and then like one of the triggers was like your action button. I was just kind of amazed how much you're able to get done with just those simple controls. I just I found that like innovative in a way. I also kept thinking that I thought this was a really good kids game. Like if I, this is a game that I yeah. would, if I had a kid, I would want them to play because yeah. it's not very hard. Right. You know, it fosters this like working together between the brothers. Yeah. And I don't know. I thought I was like, oh, this is a good media that's made for 
made for kids and takes kids seriously if that if that makes sense yeah no for sure because you see we see a lot of trailers for movies that's like fart jokes ha 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 kids are dumb here's a dumb movie because and i'm like no kids are smarter <laughs> than you think jimmy john guys yeah oh. <laughs> yeah basically what was that uh darth explorer <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> Like died every time. I just died inside a little every time I saw that trailer in the movie theater. Like, geez, are we like, are we still on this? We're still on. Ugh, never mind. Anyway, <laughs> so the game begins with the bully blocking your way. Oh fuck! That Even guy. Your, your dad is like dying of pneumonia or whatever. Yeah, your kid doesn't know that. <laughs> and you obviously can communicate it to him. <laughs> so when the tiny fat dog like starts scaring the kid, it felt really good. <laughs> yeah, so you're trying to on on your way out of like, like your house is kind of on the outskirts of town, and you have to go into town to kind of get going on the mission. And this kid is just blocking your way at every path, and then finally you unleash a dog on him, and it was very satisfying. It also, its limbs that off. That kid, yeah. No. <laughs> Screw that kid, man. It's the worst. <laughs> what did you think of the graphics? I liked them. Okay. I liked them for the most part. I There was times... Okay, in the very beginning of the game, you see the little brother, and he's kneeling down in front of the gravestone of the mom. And I really like the way the graphics look, as and the camera is kind of, like, panning around. The camera work, I thought, was really camera work good. camera work was really cool. Yeah. But the camera is panning around the little boy... And I, there was this one little glitch where it's like the sunlight is coming through the tree. And as the camera moves, it's trying to mess with the shadows. Like the sunbeams are kind of moving. And it looked really... It, how do I explain this? It looked very primitive. And like I like the graphics when the graphics kind of knew what they were. Where it is this mm. kind of blocky graphic thing. And then there was a couple moments in the game where it tries to then use those primitive graphics and be very detailed with it. Mm. And then that didn't work it for It didn't me. work for you. I I'm didn't like, notice just kinda, that. Just but... kind of stick in your lane. Like, I don't need you to yeah, yeah, yeah. have this cool, like, shadow work when that is, like, not what your graphics are made yeah. to do. Like, that's not your style. There isn't that much, like, bonus features on the game, but I found the interview of the director for the game. And I guess he was... He made all these feature films before he then went into gaming. So I can kind of see oh. that's why the camera work is kind of cool because he is he's very knowledgeable in that aspect. But that's also maybe why I think you have a couple of those moments where then he tries to kind of go overboard and be really detailed. I don't know. That's just my theory. Oh, that's yeah. Um, but there's this whole interview on it with him on YouTube, and he's like, you know, I've made four feature films and i thought that was hard work and then now i'm getting in he's like directing this game and he's just directing the people like he has no idea how to actually make the game mm -hmm. or code or any of that and he goes just he's just saying how he had no idea how hard it is to make a video game and how making a movie just seemed like a piece of cake compared to what it takes uh -huh. to make a game i found that really interesting huh. i'm glad you watched that interview because you i mean you think about it like you know you can make a movie and like a year, sometimes it takes two or three years. Some of these games take, mm -hmm. I mean, like decades. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a ton of work. You're Where's just my Dragon Age 4? <laughs> Where is it? No, I had a lot of notes in here about the about the camera work, actually. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's something I normally notice, but it let you experience the environments in a really interesting yeah. way, even though I knew there wasn't much for this level that was designed. The right. way it was framed always... 
and it always supported the mood as as well. So mm-hmm. you'll have like a straight on view if you're trying to see the no- right. northern lights in the background. But yeah. then you'll have a top down view if something's a little bit more scary or you're running away mm-hmm. from the invisible yeah. giant. Right, right, or right, right, right. It, and yeah, I thought that was really well done. So there's all these interactive little pieces in the environment and sometimes you don't even know they're interactive for example there's all these benches scattered around the world and you can go up to them and like sit down and it'll give you like the view of the landscape you're in like i don't know did you do that a lot i think or? i got that trophy on sitting on oh, all you the do benches. every bench i think oh, of so of course you did i did like a couple of them and then i got to a point where i'm like like that's i it's a really nice touch to the game which makes it it makes the game just feel bigger and more than just this linear kind of story thing you're doing but i didn't like, I'm not going to sit on every single bench I pass. <laughs> My <laughs> but, dad's dying over here. But it definitely adds, you know, it adds a really good feel to the game, I think. It just kind of blows the whole thing up. And I also liked, I would just discover these things you just have no idea you can interact with. Like, you'll you'll pass by a cat and you can... And the cat I wrote down. I love the cat. Yeah. And it's, I also loved how you kind of get to know... Each brother. Yeah, you get to know each brother by how they do their actions. So you can go up to the big brother, and he doesn't really do much with the cat. But if No, you go- he holds it away like the cat oh, is yeah. getting angry. And then if you go up with the little brother, he's like petting the purring. cat, purring like yeah. crazy. <laughs> so even though there's no... So the only dialogue in this game is like Sims talk. Naya, boop, beep, boop, Right? <laughs> Everything's conveyed through actions <laughs> and what these people do. So you, But you really get to know who these characters are just through how they interact with the environment. And yeah, just again, you know, you don't need, I don't need hour long cutscenes of explaining what the story is. Like you, it's just, they did such an effective way of telling the story with just no fat on it. I feel like just Hmm. through that. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. It's an interesting way of storytelling. Like, isn't it? I don't know, like, I, I feel like I prefer, like, it's just, it's so much more effective to me if you, like, show me what a character is than if I just kind of find out through really long dialogue cutscenes like some games do. I just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. The the lighting in this game reminded me a lot of Fable 1. Yeah. Just these really beautiful environments that I wanted to spend time with. And then Fable 2 comes out and they're like, do you want everything to be grimy and black? And I'm like, no, <laughs> that's not why I played this. Kind of like this comic booky, little blocky graphic thing. I don't, I'm sure there's a name to that sort of style. Right? Quite, uh, kind of cartoony. Yeah, right? When you when you were in the mines, wasn't there like a ride when you got to... When you yeah. get to be like in a car, yeah, and yeah. Like, you, you went down like this whole spiral thing. I don't know. I, I love thought that, that was so cool. Me and too. then again, you it. could <laughs> see all the environment from below and right. see the giants working, and yeah, and that was a cool moment. And it added some like speed and action to it. Oh yeah, no, there's a lot of those fun things like with the hang glider. Yeah, that wasn't which fun. You struggled with. <laughs> <laughs> Spent an hour doing the hang glider. <laughs> You know, I got it on my first try. I did. I'm better. I suck. <laughs> there was, yeah, there was the minecart, the hang glider, and I feel like there was one other thing. That the game has these, like, big set pieces scattered throughout. And it's also got all these Easter eggs. Like, you were just showing me this morning. There's a part early on where this guy's trying to kill himself, and you can choose to save him. I saved him, but I couldn't find the music box, I, I saved him, too, but I got there two seconds too late, so he died the second I'm... 
cutting down the rope that he's hanging himself with. But then if you go past that, if you save him, then you can go like past the point. There's a music box that you collect, which makes him feel better, which is like totally off the map. I didn't even, I didn't even get that part, which just makes me wonder like what else I missed. There's all these, just a lot of little things scattered through the world, you know, like the cat, the music box. I'm just like, I'm sure I missed something else. But there's, yeah, like a lot of attention to detail in the game, it seems like. It's not just like from point A to point B story mode. Like you can kind of have fun with the world a little bit mm-hmm. like if you want to. Yeah, the, so one criticism I had was when you're in the woods and you're defending yourself from the wolves. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. then suddenly there's these corpses hanging down from the trees. From the like in the rocks, you mean? Oh, yeah, oh, the, oh no, yes, forest. yes, yeah, yeah. There's just people hanging to from me. The that was such a sudden tonal shift, mm. and I didn't get why. Like, I leave the village, and suddenly it's like dead corpses everywhere. I, I don't know, I just it was a little too much for me. It was like, am mm. I suddenly playing inside? That's what it reminded <laughs> me of. And then there was no explanation or reason because, like, it was really impactful and dark with this guy who hangs himself because his Mm. family burned to death and that was already such a shock right that having these corpses hang everywhere i'm like i thought there would be an explanation of why that is Mm. or i would have to escape something or but then it was just the wolves and wolves aren't hanging people in the wood like to me there was like a piece missing of why is this why is this here in the environment well so from what i got in the beginning of the game, when you when you go into the town, you know you're you're chasing that guy away with a dog. It's like one of the first things I noticed. The town is super fortified. It's got a gate. It's completely fenced in. And then on the other side, you can't get out of the town unless you lower the drawbridge that goes over this creek. Like the town is super protected, and I noticed that it just seemed overly protected for how innocent the world looked. And then the second you leave the town, like. There's giants and wolves and these like monsters that come out of the rocks. Like, I just got the sense that this is just a really dangerous. Like, there's all this danger out in the world. Oh, like, okay. That's why they have the drawbridge, okay. so you can't even like like you're not getting into town. Like, there's so much stuff out there, and we just kind of have to protect our town here. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that right away, so I just. I didn't have a problem with that because it just seems to be at every turn like something else. You know, there's the spider lady. Like, there's. There's all these kind of mystical creatures and just danger mm-hmm. lurking out there. And I did like all the other ones, like the root monsters that try to yeah. grab you when yeah. you get the rope. Those right. were really cool. That giant, that invisible giant when you have all these. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you're also killing all these pe- I mean, they're already dead, but you have these frozen people and you have to kind of smash them sometimes yeah. to get to the next point. And mm. you're kind of thinking in your head like, oh, my God, am I killing all these yeah. people and yeah, they're dead man that was that was really scary to me and like this invisible monster that got me <laughs> yeah yeah everything else worked for me it was just that one part where i was like i don't know and i kind of liked how okay so we leave the town there's some wolves all of a sudden like oh whoa there's like a weird rock monster okay so there's like some weird creatures in this world and then yeah you get like okay there's a giant okay and all of a sudden there's like an invisible giant like the world progressively gets weirder as you move through the game to where it's yeah like then the but also beautiful because yeah. then you get the northern lights right. no, and totally. you get the hang glider and the. but you kind of go from a semi-normal dangerous world and just progressively to mm-hmm. where 
you know, towards the end, you're meeting that woman that turns into a spider. Like, it's borderline magic, right? Like, it goes from just dangerous, weird creatures to, like, oh, no, there's just everything in this world. Like, I'm sure there's, like, a wizard somewhere that we didn't see. It's just, like, kind of this mythical, yeah, I guess, fable-like world. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think you had something else to say, though, about the spider lady, right? Yeah. Oh, so the spider lady. I don't know. I think I was I was just being a jackass of how, like, <laughs> you have this uh, old teenage boy and he's following the spider lady and the younger brother's like, no, like, we have to go this way. Like, what are you doing? And he's all entranced because she gave him a little kiss on the cheek. I was just making a dumb joke of, like, damn women always ruining things. <laughs> That is a pretty prominent trope of the evil seductress. Yeah. And I was like, oh, why is it in this game? I'm like, do we need this? I mean, it, all it leads to is that the brother, it leads to his death, right? Because he gets stabbed. By yeah, that was my lady. huge problem yeah. with this game. Yeah. And yeah, that, let's talk about the ending. We're let's already talk about on the it. ending. I did like how brutal it got towards the end. I liked that yeah. spider battle. I liked how you were just ripping off limbs right. and. I was like, damn, this is getting real. <laughs> I actually have a review from the Android, which a lot of people had okay. glitches with the Android, and the Android wasn't... Wait, the Android? There's a You can buy it on Android for $3, but oh, yeah. don't, because nobody had... Yeah. It only has bad reviews. Right. And he says... Um, I'm sick and tired of this fascination with death and tragedy so many narratives fall into. Killing off characters doesn't miraculously make your work meaningful or clever. And this is something that I've been saying since this whole, like, edgy Game of Thrones movement that's been coming out. (laughs) Yeah, it's porn on HBO. (laughs) And then people die. And, like, the whole game is about... You have these two controls. You you have these two brothers. You mm-hmm. have to work together. You right. have to save your dad. And then it just throws all of that out the window. <laughs> I'm like, what? Naya! <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, oh, you thought you have to like work together as a family? No, bitch. Life is tough. Oh, you want to be a 10-year-old little kid? Time to grow up, motherfucker. Time to learn how to swim. <laughs> like, time... Well, that's so then so the let's walk people through what happens so the spider lady seduces you she turns into an actual spider as you're ripping her limbs off as she's like on her dying breath she stabs the older brother <laughs> he ends up dying right as you make it to the tree of life to find the cure for your father and then it goes into this you, you get the cure you come back down from the tree your brother is dead and then it goes through this five minute slow walking thing we love the slow walk oh god no the depressed slow walk video games like to do where you then have to bury your brother there it was too much i'm just like what is happening it just completely just the flow of the game out the window (laughs) now i gotta go it's just way too depressing like it just seems like a really weird twist in the game Mm mm-hmm um, Especially then, because you already dealt with death with the mom right. and your dad is probably dying, and and also the bird that is suddenly not dead. That oh was yeah, like really, the bird that flies you around yeah. dies. That was and meaningful then, like, really? when that bird died. Right. I like gasped and I was like, oh my yeah. god, no! I just, I didn't. I wasn't sad when the older brother died. I was just like, Ugh. what the fuck? I was like, like what? Yeah. really? Like why? Like it just, I, I didn't need this. Um, 
And then, yeah, the, the dual control thing completely goes out the window. And then the last part of the game is how, like, the mother drowned. So the little brother doesn't like to swim. He's, like, afraid of water. But then now, now that the older brother's dead and he can't help him across the water, he has to, like, okay, I have to be, like, a big boy now. And I'm just, like... I, I thought the point was like your brother is helping you face your fears, right? And now it just became like everyone's dead, so I have to like be a be, I have to be the big man of the house. Like yeah. I just didn't. That was a that's like the story just completely. Oh oh no, we're doing this other thing. It's not about brothers anymore. Like, I don't. Yeah, it, it it found a lot like the rat game where it was like all about found family, and then it just throws it out the window. <laughs> like nope. <laughs> just kidding, everybody dies. It just and then at the, unnecessary. At the end, too, when your dad is, like, breaking down and crying because his... Yeah, I was waiting for him to, like, blow his head off at any point. <laughs> and then it was just, like, let's make this even more depressing. And then it's just the little brother left. And he's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so the dad is crying over his family dying. And then the little brother is just, like, stoically, like, standing there as the camera, like, zooms away, like... I don't know. I have a problem with that. Sometimes, I don't know. Maybe sometimes you just don't know how to feel about something. He'll he'll be crying later. Yeah, right. But it, to me, it just, like, this, to end on that, like, this is our final message. Like, life sucks. You better grow up. You better, like, get hard. I feel like you get to the end of the game, and maybe they were like, no, there needs to, this needs to be more meaningful. More stuff needs to happen when it's like, no, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. can just be about these two brothers saving the dad. Yes. It doesn't need to be, like, the meaning of life game it, it can be a simple story and that's totally okay it doesn't need to be this grand finale of everything shits the bed <laughs> what was funny is in that final cutscene, they're both standing both standing by the graves and the dad is just standing there stoic and you are watching me play it and i was like that's right just push down your emotions like a man and you're like oh just wait and like two seconds later he just <laughs> breaks down. I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Back to this griffin bird. So you free this bird that's trapped, and it's also injured, right? Yes. And it flies you... It just it flies you to the next place you need to go that you couldn't have gotten to without the bird. And then it dies from its injuries the second you get there, and you're like, wait, what? And the, the sound design here for the bird... I thought it was very, very well done. Ah! No, that's not, <laughs> that wasn't it. <laughs> and when the sounds it made when it was dying, that was meaningful. And then to yeah. have the bird come back at the end, I was like, wait, what happened? How's this bird fine? Yeah, the bird comes suddenly? back to the <laughs> like, tree I didn't of life care about and the flies bird. the brother back home like a Lord of the Rings style. <laughs> oh, we got birds all of a sudden. But then this bird... It doesn't drop you off at your house. It drops you off at, like, the base of the mountain. Now I'm a little brother, and I gotta, like, climb up. It was, like, another... It felt like Lord of the Rings 3, where there's just, like, three endings. I'm like, just drop me off at the house, for God's sake. <laughs> no, I'm gonna drop you off here, and you have to then overcome your fear and learn how to swim, because this game has to be more meaningful. Like, no. Yeah. Go away. <laughs> okay, I, I, I think you forgot about these, but I wrote this down in my notes. I think my favorite part of the game is when you get the mountain goats and you're riding around. Oh, I yeah. love that. That was fantastic. <laughs> that one's awesome. You just yeah. like hop on these mountain goats and you're just like jumping over all the rocks. You're like, woo! 
I just I had the best time with that. I don't know why. Just because the goats were really cute. Goats were awesome. That was Man. a cool mechanic. Yeah. Um, but the thing that I was gonna say about that harpy griffin type creature. The what? It was like a the bird. It was like a oh. harpy, but it was just its face. Oh, yeah. yeah. We said this about the or I said this about Yarny too. How oh it, Yarny. How it, because this game is made by a Swedish studio. It reminded me of Astrid Lincoln books so much. I don't know if you remember. Um, yeah, a little bit. Ronja Räubertochter, the movie. Yeah. There were these harpies in the movie, right. and they looked exactly like this. Okay. And I feel like that look of the harpy griffin type things. Harpy. A- another culture wouldn't have made them look like that. Mm. Yeah, so Ronja, Robert's Daughter, is like a famous Swedish kid's book. And... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, just just the look of it. I was like, oh, well, this reminds me so much of this, just a certain type of style. And yeah, again, the Tree of Life mm-hmm. is like, oh, this is very Nordic and this is very specific yeah, I feel to like this region. Just from playing Yarny and then Brothers, I feel like I'm an expert on, uh, on Swedish Sweden. culture. Yeah, now. that's right. It all seems to be the same music and kind of style. <laughs> it's not the same I think music. I can speak for Sweden now. I, <laughs> I will represent Sweden here in the Americas. Um there, there is a certain, there is like a certain style that the two games share yeah. for sure, though. And I do like spending time with that and yeah. being in that world. I, just, it's I really... love that Nordic music; it's so great yeah. for gameplay. I don't just the this, music it's was just fantastic. a fantastic background music for gameplay. Yeah, yeah. No, my other note here was just less ghosts, more real people, and relationship building because there were a lot of <laughs> yeah, force ghosts, ghosts in this man. A lot of Skywalker ghosts <laughs> crawling around. <laughs> What else do I have in my notes here? I'm just talking about... I wrote down how ripped these brothers are. These guys are professional <laughs> mountain climbers. Not only not only can they scale any rock or structure, they can then also hang off of each other and support the other person's weight while they're hanging. Especially the little brother. I was Oof. very impressed. Yeah. Like, ripped. They should be on that rock titan show. <laughs> the Dwayne Johnson. What is it called? Uh... Titans Crawl. Titan Games. Titan Games. That's Love right. Love that show. That's right. That's so great. <laughs> or that or American Ninja Warrior. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. jumping around. Um, <laughs> I did like the battleground of the giants. I don't know why they wouldn't wear any shoes. They all wore barefoot. <laughs> I don't think that's safe. How cute were that? Was that giant couple that you saved? Oh, I loved yeah. that. That was heartwarming. More of that. More of that. Less people dying. Less ghosts. Um, Oh, I forgot about this. Speaking of the, what'd you call the bird? A harpy. A harpy. I struggled with freeing the bird. I don't know what happened. Did you have any problem mm-hmm. with that? No. Because I climbed up to where you're supposed to, you know, grab the thing that releases the cage. And I couldn't get the little brother to, like, jump from the platform to hang on the thing. I, it must have taken me, like, 20 minutes. Wow, you suck. Yeah, that was my <laughs> that was my hang glider. <laughs> was my hang glider scenario that you had like an hour on that oh you know what i found interesting there's like five minutes in the game this is after you uh run away from the invisible giant where you're walking on these icy surfaces and because it's ice you're actually now sliding so when you stop and you let go yeah like mario yeah you actually slide a little on the ice and i found that fascinating for a fairly this is a pretty small game. It's not like a big blockbuster game that they put that... Someone had to make that ice sliding mechanic just for like five minutes of the game. Mm. I thought that was, again, kind of going mm. to how detail-oriented the game is. 
Like, you could have just left that out and no one, I think, would have cared. That's true. They're yeah. like, hey, these people are walking on ice for like two seconds. We're going to make this whole other mechanic of where they're sliding on the ice. I just, I mean, it's those little touches that kind of elevate games, I think. Um, the Northern Lights were pretty. And yeah, again, reminded me of Yarny. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I'm a little critical of, because we don't have, Europeans don't have a good track record of this. I did not like the savages they're like cannibals i was, I was literally the, about to mention that. i'm like nope <laughs> it just reminded me too much of robinson crusoe worst book ever written i don't know it's, it's just Wuthering a weird Heights. world why can't there be like some it's just a tr- i didn't see it as savages i saw it as like a it was a weird religious cult like they're worshiping these things. And by the way, they were right. They should have killed that woman because <laughs> she turned out to be an evil spider that kills the brother. And you save her in the game. <laughs> just the imagery of it. I'm like, oh, like, I don't know. It was just a little. They knew what they were doing. They were trying to kill Spider Woman and you got in the way and then you die because of it and you deserve it. <laughs> You're saying this is a commentary on. It's uh, a commentary. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a sublima- subliminal message. <laughs> All right. All right, never mind. <laughs> I take it all back. I do like how you have to, the brothers get on, the little oh, brother. Oh, I can figure that out. It yeah. took me a second to figure out, but the little brother climbs on top of the shoulders of the big brother. And then they soak themselves in blood and they look like this big bloody creature. And the savages are like, oh my God, it's our God. And they bow See, down you're to You're calling them savages I know. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> They're not savages. <laughs> um, so when she turns into a spider i was like mm-hmm. i thought this lady knew too much because she's kind of yeah, jumping yeah. around she's kind of like do her. this do that oh you didn't trust no her? not at all uh, like, no way <laughs> she's like making out with a brother she's like leading them somewhere like leading you into a cave and then the second you go into the cave you see the structures above and there's just these corpses like wrapped up and i'm like oh man we got a spy i knew there was a spider coming i didn't know she was the spider <laughs> like of course all these types of games there has to be a big spider i'm thinking of like in i don't know if you remember on inside there was a big spider yeah, in the woods yeah. every game has spiders I, you need a big Is this spider a lord of the rings any thing? adventure game you need a big spider it's a requirement huh. Was there a spider in yarny i'm sh- i'm sure there was no there were just the evil birds the ham evil hamsters <laughs> not hamsters uh yeah. what the hell are they call the crab and the uh, was oh, it yeah the crab groundhogs groundhogs Ground, was it groundhogs i think it was yeah groundhogs. yeah yeah well here's the thing i'm going back to this yeah. death of the big brother okay because of the controls and because of how you play this game i was attached to their relationship and them as a unit right so when one of them dies i'm like oh well no now i'm no now i no longer care that just doesn't make sense yeah yeah, Ugh. not a fan. Ugh. Also, I was looking at what other games the studio has made. And this is the same studio that now makes all those payday games, which is it's like the bank heist games. I don't know if you've seen those. They're fairly big. Hmm. If you look through their catalog of games, this is such a random... Oh, they do a lot of like action games. And it's just this kind of semi-innocent, weird little offshoot of an indie game where everything else seems to be completely different like they're working 
They're working on another Walking Dead game, and there's a million payday games they made. I think they're like their fourth payday game. There was a game called Syndicate, which they did. It's all these kind of action shooter type hmm. games, and yeah, it's very random to see this in their catalog. Like they haven't really made a whole other stuff like it, a whole bunch of other stuff like it. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I did want to point out that we wanted to do this a while ago because somebody, people kept recommending this game to me. And this is a game that came out, what, seven years ago now? 2013, yeah. And it kept being, like, so expensive. It was, like, $20 for a game that came out a while ago. And I was like, I don't have $20 right now, which yeah, seems like ridiculous. A, but A two- to three-hour gameplay game that's seven years old for 20 yeah. Like, come on. No. Come on. Well, now it's on sale at... Yeah. So it's on PlayStation now if you have that subscription for free. And then ever since then, it seems to be on sale everywhere for like five bucks. So I think they kind of, they finally gave up on charging $20. Well, and it's tough because like I know back with the rat game, which I keep, Plague Tale. Plague Tale. Plague Tale. People kept game. saying that it was too expensive for what it was. And I was like, no, it's not. I no. know how much work goes into that. And this that's like a legitimately decently long because I think people now think if it's just a single, we've gotten to this point where it can't just be a single player campaign game anymore. Mm. It has to have a multiplayer mm. attached to it. But yeah, with Plague Tale, it's like, no, this is like, this is a single player game that a ton of work went into. It's not just like three hours long. Like it, it's worth yeah. the full price of admission. And I know how much work goes into even just something like Tale of Two Sons, even though yeah. it is only no, yeah, four hours sure. long, but it's... Yeah, I don't know. I, I think back to this. This game studio did an experiment at a convention where they gave away their games for free and there was like a, a like a mystery box of you could put in as much money as you thought the game you wanted mm -hmm. to pay for it. And it was just like a little experiment and they right. lost like so... Statistically, they would have lost so much money right. for it because people don't realize how much right. money goes into making these games right. and how much time it takes. Because I think people think of just kind of wrap it back around people think of games in the same genre as movies i think and it's like what if if you go to see a movie uh, it's like ten dollars a movie ticket yeah it's like 15 or 20 dollars in la but you know around around the country like 10 10 to 12 dollars a ticket i don't know so yeah to spend like 50 60 dollars on a game i think for some people it seems really expensive but it, you know four times the amount of work goes into it yeah. yeah. That's all I had. That's all I have. <laughs> yeah, good game. You should play it. It's five bucks. You got nothing to lose. Thanks for listening, guys. Again, you can find us at Modern Life Pod on Instagram and Twitter or email us modernlifepod at gmail.com. We'll be back in a few weeks with something else for you. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs>